Does the Destiny population matter? Iron Banner's back. And our Twitch schedule for the next few weeks is laid out in front of us. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Show. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Destiny the Show. We're on to week 86. I am BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my co host Diddy. What's up, dude? How was your week? My week was uh, really good, really busy work week so i i really didn't get to play much iron banner i'm playing today and tomorrow iron banner trying to get rank three in a weekend it's very doable um but yeah it's i'm really excited about this show we tried to dig into the creative vault and pull more stuff out i played two games this week destiny and halo 5 oh, i thought you meant two games of destiny this week no 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 <laughs> played way more this is it's been a good week i'm prepping up for the spring update yo i might have been on a little bit of a burnout like train the last month and a half just because it's been content light but now i'm diving right back in i'm leveling the hunter up my titan and warlock are both like high threes i think 309 308 for both of them but the poor hunter has just been ignored. So I streamed for about an hour and a half today, leveling up the hunter, got to level 38, I think. So nice. just do tomorrow's bounties and he should be at 40. And I've got all the marks and a bunch of gear already purchased for it, ready to go. And then I played quite a bit of Iron Banner, which I enjoyed. Did the Nightfall with Sassy. Get this, my reward was an emote from the fall. <laughs> I got the Booyah emote, which... I don't know, man. Which was not your reaction to that nightfall. No, yeah. Yeah. Sassy's like in tears laughing so hard, and I'm just sitting there looking at the screen going, really? Really? But I don't know. It's kind of a cool reward, right? That's how I felt when I got my 16th hard light on stream. The highlights <laughs> on my YouTube channel. Throws controller at the screen. <laughs> Been enjoying Iron Banner, to be honest with you. It's a pretty good event. Clash is Clash. Shorter matches I like. It's not as reliant on using teammates, but I do miss control sometimes. Is that hypocritical of me to say? Uh, well, so you, you made a warlock, so you're used to Nova bombing people on points. <laughs> you need a target. You, I, you I need, need to like know where they're going to be. And that's what the control points are. The little cages yeah. just kill everybody in. Uh, I prefer Clash because I usually play solo. I usually mm -hmm. don't play with teammates, and Clash is just, it's easier to be a lone wolf in Clash, I'll be honest. Getting to play with some friends, some clan mates. It's been a good Iron Banner so far. I'm going to continue on. So in the news today, we're going to talk about the Twitch schedule, which outlines basically in three weeks we're going to be getting information about the spring update, which lines up with some of the April predictions. It's not just us who's predicting that, Diddy. I don't know if we can claim in a DTS prediction for the April release <laughs> of spring update, because it's pretty much like everybody. Yeah. I feel like if we threw a date out, a release date for this fall expansion, that would be DTS prediction quality. Like the actual Tuesday, because okay. it's coming out on a Tuesday. I'm, I'm pulling up a calendar, so give me a second. <laughs> oh, drum roll, please. <laughs> After we talk about the Twitch schedule, we'll uh, talk a little bit about Iron Banner, some of the connection versus skill-based matchmaking posts that went probably under the radar. Deej has been posting them on the Bungie forums. They don't always get uh, a big blog or some sort of tweet from them. 
And then we'll dive into Destiny's population stats, that completely murky water that is ridiculous how their PR has totally avoided saying how many people can currently play the game at one time. Like, actual seeing some counter. All right, Diddy, did I give you enough time? What's our prediction? April 19th. Couple days after April my birthday. That's why. okay. <laughs> well, let's take a stab at the fall expansion then. What Tuesday is it coming out on in September? Oh my gosh. Okay, I wasn't prepared for that one. Hang on, I I got it right here. Second week in September, I bet. Uh, second week in September. Well, what hmm. do you think? I would. Yeah, second week would be safe. Uh, <laughs> uh, that would be the thirteenth of September. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm actually gonna have to agree with that. September thirteenth. Tuesday though. Yeah. Do we go with the 13? I mean, it seems a little dangerous there. What What about the next week? The 20th. The 20th. Hmm. All right. I say 20th. I'll say 13th. This is what content drought brings the show to you guys, all right? This is what happens. I want to put my crystal ball away now. News! <laughs> <laughs> This week at Bungie brought us not a whole lot of news, except Twitch schedule stuff. Wednesday, March 2nd, is the first of their broadcasts from the new Twitch studio at Bungie headquarters. And it's a ride-along with senior artist Andrew Hobbs and senior designer Brian Frank. Where are they taking us, Diddy, and what are they talking about? Taking us aboard the Dreadnought. And they're going to give us tours of Oryx's inscrutable loot-filled fortress. There's your Luke Smith line. <laughs> I love the artwork within the Dreadnought. I was doing the Alt Hunter leveling today, and the very first Dreadnought mission, when you look up at the destroyed stuff oh and the gosh. meteors, <laughs> the artwork in this game is off the scale. I have such a an, uh, an irk with that first Dreadnought mission, because when you spawn in, you're facing directly off the platform. And as my as habit, I immediately click sprint to run forward oh. <laughs> before you can actually see anything on the screen. So whenever I play that mission, I just immediately fall off the map every single time because I forget. You're like checking your Twitter and you're just like, oh, why'd I die? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was a great idea to do that because you look up and you do the jaw drop moment of like, oh my gosh. I was talking this week with some other players and we all felt like Destiny is one of the best-looking Xbox One and PlayStation 4 games, even to this date. And what's insane is they've built this game to actually run on PS3 and the 360. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine, if they don't have those restrictions, what kind of artwork we're going to see in the sequel, Man, if it's next-gen only? I'm dreaming 60 FPS Destiny 2. Here we go. <laughs> You mentioned that the following week, the next stream is going to be with the audio team. Is that right? Yeah. I'm really excited to see who they bring on for the, the audio team because um, some of the compositions in the Taken King soundtrack are so good. And I'm working on some more arrangements for the Taken King soundtrack. A couple, like the first two tracks, I forget the names of them. For new listeners, what kind of arrangements have you done in the past, just to catch people up if they've not, you know, seen your last one? Um, I'm doing uh, percussion arrangements, as I'm a percussionist, so marimbas, vibraphones, that kind of thing. Really no xylophones, but the one I have published on YouTube is a Halo 4 uh, song. It's called Solace, one of my favorites mm -hmm. from the Halo 4 soundtrack. I arranged a percussion ensemble for that, um, then I recorded myself playing every single part and i put it together in a video put it on youtube and it's uh really nice 
You got to get on the Destiny one, man. I'm telling you, that would, <laughs> that's movie of the week right there. I have Mara's theme written out. Uh, I just need the means to uh, record it. Got to get the cameras, got to get the mic technology <laughs> put in place. So after March 2nd, we have March 9th, and then the following week, we're doing some sort of stream with members of Clan Resolute. I'll quote here from the update. For anyone who is a member of a clan or has been curious about joining one, this will be an interesting conversation about the teams that unite gamers in tactical excellence and friendship. And of course, we'll be playing the ultimate team activity in Destiny, Rift. I'm going to make a prediction here that they're going to bring out some of the members of Team Resolute, maybe M. Tashed or Pope Bear, Mesa Sean, True Vanguard. The clan is one of the most organized in Destiny. It's a PlayStation 4 clan. They have about 100 members, have their own website. You have to apply to get in. It's a wow. very <laughs> tight-knit community yeah. that takes itself seriously in terms of, you know, they have a full spectrum of from casual people to extremely good PvPers, excellent PvEers, but... It's a family environment. If you go and visit their website, you look at their code of conduct, they're as organized as some of those World of Warcraft clans, like a Method or a Paragon, where it's not just about, hey, these are people to play with. It's creating and fostering a community of people who can do positive things, whether that's volunteering for events, showing off you know, the potential of how clans can act towards other players within the game. I'm really looking forward to that stream the most because that's the first time I think we're going to see community members being either talked to through like Skype or some voice program or they're actually going to fly members in to broadcast right on stream, you know? Yep. So that's the schedule of streams starting with Wednesday, March 2nd, then March 9th. March 16th is the stream with Team Resolute. And the final paragraph from the weekly update regarding the, the Twitch streams is the content roadmap. And I quote, we'll have more to say about that bespoke update slated for spring later and that i'm going to assume is either going to be wednesday march 23rd or wednesday march 30th when they're going to do a stream talking about that they mention again that stream will discuss a significant light increase a bunch of new gear to earn and equip and new challenges for pve players seeking some more fun experiences and replayability that replayability line diddy <laughs> I th we think it's challenge modes for VOG and CE, don't we? Yeah, I, I would say that's a pretty safe bet. And they said replayability with Prison of Elders, too. So let's just mm. keep that in mind. I also think that it is going to be the second date you spoke of. I think it's March 30th. Gives them a week off. In the past, they have done like three weeks of streams. They took a week off and then they dropped the bombshell. Um, mm. So uh, because I think in those those three weeks that week off they get they'll talk about what they talked about the last three weeks <laughs> and it gets the visibility streams. of bungie on twitch up you've got those mm -hmm. three weeks of streams then people are seeing hey the destiny category's got like 80 90 000 people watching this one broadcast i don't know how many it'll be for the ride-alongs or the team resolute interview but i assume it's going to be pretty good viewership mm -hmm. probably not the same as a reveal i was overshooting there with my estimate but <laughs> gives them a few weeks to get some visibility and then boom drop the bomb dropping the hammer big event later this year is coming out diddy and you mentioned this in the show notes what is it destiny con 2016 king of thallians putting it on it's a convention for destiny fans and lovers and stream lovers August 27th, 2016 at the Florida, oh my gosh, totally forgot, Florida State, State Fairgrounds, Fairgrounds um, in Tampa, Florida, and it, entry is only $10 at the door for, for attending the event. That's awesome. 
This is all very new. We haven't gotten a full press release, but it does on their website show some of the streamers who will be there. Professor Broman, More Console, King Cathalion, obviously, Leah Loves Chief, K-Magic 101, Mr. Fruit, and I'm imagining plenty of the Destiny community is going to be there by the community, for the community. King Cathalion and the crew ahead of the curve putting this together. Destiny is going to grow, and it's already huge. We're big enough to have one of these things. And it's cool to see that the community has got their foot in the door as the ones putting it together first, right? Yep. Shirts are available as well on the website. Yes. And that website is destinycon.net for more information. And the shirt's pretty cool. And the proceeds, I believe, go to St. Jude, if that's what I was reading correctly on their Twitter, like all post-event proceeds or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And to get into the event, I think it's like $10 for a ticket, right? Yep. $10 at the door. All right. Are we going to be there? Maybe. If we make enough this year for airfare, <laughs> work harder, Diddy. We got to work. We got to work harder work for that ten dollars entry fee. That was like the six hundred dollars plane ticket and hotel stuff, but Ugh. bills. Post post college students, everything is like, man, that lunch is like nine dollars. <laughs> That's like a lot, you know. Yep. <laughs> it's time for the regular check in on old Iron Banana. I've been enjoying it this week. I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite map? What's your least favorite map? Because for me, I'm sick of Cathedral of Dusk. That map needs a freaking shuttle just to get to the middle of the map. It's like I have to ride a bus. I should be able to pull out my sparrow. That map is so stinking big. You know, I'm a huge fan of the classics, the vanilla maps. Uh, Rusted Lands just sticks out in my mind. I just, I really love Rusted Lands. Mm-hmm. because it's just it works really well for for clash and control in iron banner um my least favorite map is cauldron it's the worst mm. ever i really dislike that map um mainly because well it just left a really sour taste in my mouth with the thorn and shotgun meta mm. of year one um so year two the map it's, even it's looks better. like a thorn yeah it's it's awful but uh, well aesthetically it looks really good but it just plays really terribly (laughs) um yeah i would say cauldron is my least favorite but rusted lands is up there top three at least my favorite is the og shores of time (laughs) i really don't like that map what (laughs) for control specifically control because if you spawn c you get those icebreaker campers just spawn sniping Uh, it's uh it's terrible (laughs) Uh, for clash it's pretty good over on the bungie.net forums deej made a post talking about the connection based matchmaking algorithm that's in place on february 23rd deej writes iron banner is live as you enter the clash to impress lord saladin you'll experience the same new and improved matchmaking settings that were present in control over the weekend the emphasis is focused on connection quality. There are still minimal filters in place to shield the casual from the hardcore. The technical quality of the match is our primary concern. Damage referee is also online. Get in there and play. Let us know how it feels. So Deej has been actually doing these little posts on the forums for a couple of weeks now, and players might have missed it. I've put in about four hours into Iron Banner so far. For the most part, generally good connection matches. You still have a couple of players who red bar and sometimes eat shots or i've had some some bullets going through the walls i would say it's an improved experience from a couple months ago certainly the damage referee stuff though is interesting it depends on who i'm gunfighting if it's like a green bar fighting a green bar then 
I feel like it's snappier in terms of my shots when it connects with him. I watch his health bar deplete at a similar time frame instead of sometimes like I don't know if you've had this experience where you shoot somebody you die and then they die as your shots like reach him it's mm-hmm. almost like you you're dying as the shots come out your gun kind of a, a feeling yeah less of that it's a hard thing to describe let's talk about legacy items for a second here and items that persist over time you brought up this point and I think it's worth mentioning here again what is it that you wanted to use and you no longer can so I've voiced my distaste for the hunter class item for year two Iron Banner. Just the wolf head. It it just looks unappealing to my eyes. And I really, really, really like the year one Iron Banner cape. I loved it since the beta. I wanted to use it in year one, year two Iron Banner, but I can't because the light level is so low. Hmm. Since Iron Banner persists throughout Destiny, it would make sense that we would be able to use year one, year two, year three Iron Banner gear in year five, six, seven of Destiny. You know, I want some player in year eight of Destiny to be like, wow, where did you get that cape? And I'm like, I played in the first Iron Banner. That's mm. where I got it. It's like a season thing where you look at that piece of gear and you go, wow, that guy got that title because he played in the first season. Or when they see that cloak in two years, they go, no way. I wanted one of those. That guy is an old school player. Yeah, exactly. It creates this prestige around the items and the desirability and it I just really I want that because when you play the Iron Banner you know yeah a lot of people look the same because they have to wear the class item the shader the emblem to get that increased rep gain or people just don't care and they wear whatever they want like I do nowadays because I just dislike that cloak but it puts me at a disadvantage for ranking up because I play less And I'm losing out on that experience as well. Well, I see no harm in it being a class item, like legacy items being aesthetic, like visual items, like a class item. If you keep it from year one and you allow the light level for year two to be for that item, I don't see any harm in that. If it's raid gear, I understand why they nuked CE and VOG gear and why they said, (laughs) hey, this stuff is so good. None of you guys used our House of Wolves weaponry. I get those choices, but legacy items in general is something Destiny could absolutely benefit from. I know you have your beta emblem. I have my beta emblem. I don't necessarily think that emblem looks very cool, but when I see somebody using it or when I pull mine back out, it's this cool feeling of like, yeah, I remember going to the moon for four (laughs) hours or whatever they opened it up for. Yep, exactly. So legacy items, make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we could see Effort Eat Spear year two? Ugh. Oh, no. <laughs> Please, no. Please, Guardian, let me help you. If you come looking for wise words, I shall try, but I ask you to turn them to action. All right, Destiny Population. It's a stat that's never been published. We don't know how many copies of Destiny have been sold, but I think it's interesting to hear how many registered users there are and all the different ways that Activision tells us players are engaging with the game without saying, here's how many people are online right this very second. So the earnings report that came out three weeks ago that was the precursor to us finding out about the spring update said this, Activision Publishing's Destiny achieved record digital attach rates on its critically acclaimed The Taken King. Destiny's 25 plus million registered users have logged nearly 3 billion hours playing the game. Now that was from three weeks ago. Back in October, how many people were on daily, Diddy? 
it was around three million, right? Three point three point two. Yeah. That's wow. A lot of people daily, but since then we've seen the amount of registered users increase, 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 and we keep getting these like totally intangible numbers, like they have played a hundred million hours of Destiny by the end of the first week. How is anybody supposed to like picture that or quantify that in their head? I feel like that is so straight up investor talk where they're like, oh, 100 million. Oh, that's good. That's good. They're playing the game right. <laughs> oh, man. How many times the average player has played? The average player has played Destiny 20.9 times. And that was in the first month. <laughs> like, How do you who's polling that stuff? Right? Yeah, exactly. It's It's just random numbers like that that make it sound super impressive, but they really don't mean anything i mean if Mm -hmm. you do like how many times like how many hours a per a person an average person plays on destiny a day and it goes down like to three or four hours a day but you know that's still pretty good chunk of time for a weekly fast forward to house of wolves and we get how many hours people were still playing and how many game of the year awards it got so back when house of wolves was coming out this was may of 2015 Destiny continues to have strong engagement with active players playing about three hours per day, along with the strong digital sales and expansion attach rates. Additionally, Destiny was awarded Game of the Year by the British Academy of Film and Television Arts, a prestigious addition to the 31 Game of the Year awards that Destiny has been honored with to date. And then November of that same year, so this is after the Taken King, we found out that there are 25 plus million registered players and that's, um, I think it was November 2nd, they were saying that day one downloads broke PlayStation records. Day one engagement saw the highest number of active players in Destiny's history. Daily player engagement is now well above three hours per day. So, after the Taken King came out, they hit a population peak. We know that in October, right after Vanilla Destiny launched, there's about three million people playing daily. So it would have to be more than three million when the Taken King first released throwing out an estimate i'd say probably four million i don't think it's much more than vanilla yeah i would say maybe five it would probably peak around five but right now obviously it's going to be way less but about a month or two after taking king launched yeah i would say three to five million i'm gonna link a kotaku article in the show notes that has like 30 of these little metrics of like how long people play and how often it's been downloaded blah 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 All of these don't say how many copies have sold, and they don't say what the current population numbers are right now. I find this very interesting because at the same time, Blizzard is no longer reporting subscriber numbers for World of Warcraft. Last quarter, like the end of 2015, was the very last time they were going to report subscriber numbers because it's been on the decline since Warlords of Draenor, and it affects market sentiment. What they're replacing is they're doing the same thing. They're replacing that, hey, our subscriber count is no longer like 6 million. They're going to say how long people engaged with World of Warcraft, how many people, like hours they logged, blah, blah, blah. So World of Warcraft is taking note from Destiny here going, hey, you know, in games like these where active player count can sway like the sentiment of the broader consumer, we're just going to report these amazing activity and, and engagement numbers. Now, I'm not doing this topic to suggest that Destiny doesn't have great numbers. Like, it's still ridiculous population. You get to add all four consoles together, and you're like, dude, Destiny is very impactful. What do you think about the 25 million registered players? 
what does it mean to be a registered player? We don't have an official definition, but is that an hour of gameplay? Is that I just made a tune and did the first mission? Yeah, I would say made a character and played through the first mission. I think that would be a registered player or mm-hmm. even, yeah, even started the first mission. They don't even have to finish it. As soon as that character is created and that account touches Destiny's servers, it's created on their servers. Oh, registered player right there. We have it. And to me, it doesn't really matter that much because you don't really care about how many times someone, you know, watches your YouTube video or plays your game online. You want to see how much of that content they absorb and the audience retention is really more important to me. So if they release a stat, the average Destiny player plays 18 hours a day on Destiny. Like, oh, wow, that game must be really good because people are wasting 80% of their lives on it. <laughs> I want to see that number instead of, oh, we have, we have the biggest candy sack in the store, but it's all like licorice and... I know a lot of people like licorice, but I dislike licorice, so I'm not even going to touch it. You make a really good point there with the activity engagement. You know, YouTube's algorithm has been switching over to prioritize watch time and retention. So it's no longer like that 40 second video that got a gajillion billion clicks. If they all just clicked it and left, it doesn't matter. They're looking to see, can you retain your audience? For people who don't know how YouTube ads work too, if people are not spending a lot of time with your video, you're not going to get paid the same amount. So if you have great watch times on long content, advertisers are going to go, all right, we like that. Same thing with investors regarding games. You know, that over three hours daily as the average playtime stat, which remained for a long time, I don't think that's the case anymore, but that's more than Bungie predicted. I remember doing a segment on many DTSs ago in which they said, we did not think people were going to play our game that much each day. <laughs> not even Bungie thought it was going to be that kind of a success. Yeah, and that that blows my mind. Like, oh yeah, we created this amazing game. Oh wow, people are actually playing it a lot more. And that kind of makes me think, so you did a better job than you thought, so now you have to catch up. <laughs> well, how scary is it to build PvE content for them when all of us are like, House of Wolves coming out, you're going to get on? Oh, yeah, I'm going to play like nine hours. There is a, a, a website that you linked that shows your daily Destiny activity, and it's like a calendar, and you can see like the play times. <laughs> Could you find that link so we can include it in the show notes? It's a cool website. Yeah, I'll find it. I... My, my most played day was the House of Wolves release date, and I'm not going to tell you how long I played, but I played a lot. Mine and was Taken we King, just, and I played like yeah. 16 hours that day. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and you just tear through PvE content, and then we're like, we want more PvE. Well, yeah, you guys just marathoned it, but that's the type of game this is. Like Everybody is like, i gotta get got to get the max level. You there yet? You there yet, bro? Are you there yet? Man, the grinds to get raid ready for king's fall was so real it was real because i was getting so screwed on rng i remember that first week oh everybody was pounding their fist to be the first to do it where can people find your content twitter.com slash diddy dts d-i-t-t-y dts and youtube.com slash whooshness w-o-o-o-s-h-n-e-s-s Remember to go to destinytheshow.com for all the links from today and more. Visit our friends over at destinytracker.com, the best place on the web to track your stats in the Destiny universe. 
Follow us over on Twitter at Destiny the Show. And while you're there, leave some feedback. Is there something you want us to talk about or some cool link or whatever that you think deserves to be mentioned? Let us know over at Destiny the Show. Same name on Twitch. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon. Same name on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.